American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends. Welcome in, everyone, to Visibilities on this Friday night of Mother's Day weekend. Before we go any further, let me wish all the mothers here uh, a wonderful, wonderful and enriching weekend with your family, whether it is in person, virtually, uh, by osmosis, uh, <laughs> or in friendship. And whether it's, you know, we are, we're all mothers of some description or another, um, or at least parents in some description of another. Uh, I know I've got a 98-pound furry German shepherd beside me who thinks that I'm, I'm his mommy, I think. And I'm sure we've got plenty of others like that on this special call this evening. Tonight, we're talking everything guide dogs. And we've got quite a good group with us. And the first person, um, the first portion, I'm sorry, of our call, we're going to talk um, a little bit about, I know you've been seeing a lot about furry tales uh, on the various email lists and other programs here on ACB Media and in the community calls and on the email lists and such. And it's getting close to the deadline for submissions. And so I want to invite, um, I think maybe we'll probably start with, um, I'm just looking to make sure that who, I'm making sure I have everybody that I need on here first. Um, I would say that we will start with um, Anthony Corona, who I think was kind of the brain, the had this original brainstorm, I guess, and but he can explain that part to us. And Anthony, I'll give you a couple of minutes to tell us about furry tales. All right, awesome. Well, first and foremost, um, happy early Mother's Day to you and to Penny and to all the mothers out here, um, on here, out there in ACB Media Land listening. Um, without without mothers, it would be a much darker world than we're already living in. So thank you to each and every mom out there who sends and spreads love. Um, furry tales. 
<clears throat> you know, we have the ACB Angels program, which I think is absolutely wonderful. Um, you know, it, it serves to memorialize and to remember some really, really wonderful individuals who have graced us with their knowledge, with their with their beauty, with their with their person. Um, and it and it works. It, it serves as a as a fundraiser as well. Um, for this first year for Furry Tales, we do not have a fundraising component attached. Um, that may be something that we look at for next year. But um, Sunday Edition has been doing some extracurricular activities, be it screenings of of brand new programming or trying to partner up with with entities to provide you know things. Um, tech tech discounts and all that kind of stuff. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I love my my folks over in GDY and BPI and GDY partner for can for for come ugh, okay, let's try this one more time for candidates <laughs> forums and other programming throughout the year. So as leader of Sunday edition, Byron and I really wanted to do something that would recognize what we like to call our furry skilled professionals our guide dogs. And so I, I approached Sarah and Penny and Maria and Margie and all the beautiful folks on the GDUI board. They were really excited about the idea and furry hyphen tales spelled with the AI. Um, it's sort of a play on fairy tales, but furry tales was born. And what it's going to end up being is a yearly program where we'll recognize a few memorable dogs, handlers, teams, um, memorable, memorable, skilled furry professionals who have graced conventions and the ACB, um, the ACB community over the last 60 years. I have heard from a few folks over the last 48 hours who said that they are working on their submissions, but asked if it is a firm May 15th deadline. So to order the, the plaques that we wanted to give out, we needed to have that information in by June 1st to have them engraved, et cetera, et cetera. So what I, what I have decided, and I'm kind of throwing this out at the last minute, but Penny, Sarah, um, please weigh in if you have a, a difference of opinion. But since the deadline to have the plaques printed uh, or engraved are, is June 1st, I think we can take submissions up to June, um, May 25th. We'll give it another 10 days for folks that are working on it and just want the time to craft a, a you know a, a testimonial that really serves and does justice to to their loved furry professional um so if it's okay penny and, and sarah if we can extend that deadline by an extra 10 days so folks can really submit what they want to submit about their beautiful dogs oh i think that's a great idea maybe we even more people we can you know tell people who've been thinking i'm gonna get to it that now they can still get to it so so here's the deal, folks. This is what we need. Sunday edition AC, which is my initials, at gmail.com is where you send your submissions to. We currently have six submissions in. Um, we're looking to honor 10 dogs this year. Uh, 10 dogs in their handlers, aka the team. Um, so you have until May 25th to get five around 500 words, 500 to 750 words. If it's 481 words, you're not, we're not going to disqualify you, but we want kind of a robust remembrance because this is going to go up on a website um, that will be attached to, to the GDY page um, and to ACB media. So people will be able to click furry tales and, and they'll be able to read about the, the first 10 dogs that have been nominated and, and entered into this remembrance 
society for our beautiful, furry, skilled professionals. If you have a picture, that would be great. The the um, plaques slash picture frames that we're going to give out this year are paw-shaped. They are an actual picture frame, but they have um, five lines worth of engraving that we can put on it. They're in the shape of a paw. And there is a four by four slot. So standard photographs are four by six. You'd have to shave off two inches on one side or an inch and an inch or however you decide to make it work. But it's a four by four slot to put a picture in. Um, We're going to have a standard saying to go with furry tales, but we're going to record, you know, the dog and the dog and handler's name, the the span of the partnership. um, And then whatever quote that we decide to, to use for furry tales will be engraved. You'll get that either in person at the convention in Omaha, or if you are only joining us virtually, AKA hybrid, we will then put that in the mail and send that out to you. So if we have those submissions in by the 25th, Penny, Sarah, myself, Byron, and I think two others from, from the GDOI board will go through the submissions and pick the 10 that, that we feel really represent a, you know, a beautiful story and, and, and a beautiful place on our fairy tales. Um, so that's how it works. Um, Penny, anything you want to add to this or Sarah? Um, I think that you just did a great job. Um, you know, we all have, uh, we all have all kinds of stories about our dogs. Some of them are, are really amazing. Like when a dog saved our lives, I bet that's happened to most of us at least once. Uh, and some of them are really funny. Like when my dog ate all the second course hamburgers at a big family dinner, they were sitting on a, TV tray next to the table and she just helped herself and I didn't feed her for the next three days. Um, so, um, we have all kinds of uh, great stories. I remember Jane, Jane Corona always had amazing stories about her dog Waffle who uh, walked with Jane and Pat when they were married through a restaurant and just lifted a bread basket off somebody's table that they were passing. Um, so uh, I think uh, it'll be fun to listen to the stories and share them. And uh, I know there are many deserving winners. So I think it's a great idea, Anthony. I'm glad you're doing it or we're doing it together. Well, I have a submission. I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil any names or anything like that, but I have a submission that I read through the other day that had me cracking up. It was a new um a new team and and the person was remembering the first barbecue that they had gone the first big family barbecue that they had gone to and walking past a a young 3-year-old niece who suddenly burst into hysterics crying. And so as I'm, as I'm reading this, I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is going to be a, a beautiful, touching story about a guide dog helping a, you know, a, a young toddler get over fear of dogs. <laughs> no, turns out that the toddler was holding a hamburger. And <laughs> as the dog very, very skillfully turned head, snatched hamburger and held it in mouth, hoping to get far enough away from everyone so that the dog could start chewing and swallow. So here's the dog walking with the hamburger hanging out of the mouth, toddler going crazy with, you know, what happened to my hamburger? <laughs> so I really look funny. forward to our program, reading these testimonials out and sharing some really wonderful memories of, of dogs that have touched us over the years. And there are, that's, I do not, I, I don't, do not envy you this job because, to me, every 
guide dog has wonderful every guide dog team has some kind of wonderful story okay. and how you can determine what's you know what's better than another um i do not envy you that at all um i know if we were going to be if my husband was submitting one he would probably tell the story of the time that my neighbor and i made something like nine cakes different types of cakes that we decorated for uh, a cake sale and we had a raggedy ann and we had an elephant and we had a horse and we had a raggedy andy and everything and his and we had them in a room that had a little gate across it she knocked over the gate got in there and ate the feet off of Andy, the head off of Anne, the, oh. the, 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 the trunk off the elephant, totally ruined every one of the cakes. <laughs> oh, my. She couldn't just pick one or two and eat the entire no. cake. She had to have nope, a little. Nope. She had cake. to try each one of them. <laughs> Could you give that website or the email address again, please? Absolutely. So Sunday edition, my initials, AC all one word, Sunday edition, AC at gmail.com. Um, and all we ask is for a testimonial somewhere between 500 and 750 words. Um, a couple of memories, one big, you know, funny memory. If you can tie it into, you know, a convention or an ACB event, um, that would be wonderful, but we're not limiting, limiting, limiting it to that. Um, but we definitely want, you know, we definitely want to recognize this year, some puppies that have really, you know, really have far and long grooves of memory within ACB. Sunday edition. AC. AC. AC all as in Anthony Corona. Corona. Yes. <laughs> Sunday edition. E-D-I-T-I-O-N. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. All righty. And then how do we <clears throat> in the email? How do we or can we send the picture? So you can attach it. You can submit it, embed it into the email. Or you can tell me that you have a picture available, okay. um, and and that's fine. If you don't have to necessarily send it with the with the testimonial. Okay. All right. Sounds wonderful. And we and we need to emphasize that if you don't have a picture, it's okay. Okay. It is okay. Because not all of us are photographers. I mean, I just got my my new um, ID card with Yara today, so uh, most of us at least have that. But. Um, so anyway, I, I know that some people have been kind of put off by the fact that we suggested pictures. And if you don't have a picture, it's okay. Um, you, you, your story might, might still give you the winning, the winning, uh, winning uh, uh, entry. So, and, and to clarify, the reason that, we, that we're asking for a picture is because we're going to build a website. It's going to be linked from ACB Media. It's going to be linked from the GDUI page. Um, and so, you know, for, for our friends and family, our allies who come, you know, everybody loves a good dog picture. Um, yeah. But if you do not have a picture available, that is fine. We will definitely, you know, we'll be looking at the submission about what's been said about the dog and, and how long the memory goes back with, with, with that team, that handler, that dog. Um, like I said, we, we currently have um, six submissions. We're going to do 10 for this first year. Um, so if you are not chosen this year for any reason, please don't think that it's anything against, you know, against the submission or against the team. Um, and you are free to, we're, we want this in perpetuity every year. 
and that website will become more and more beautiful each year as we add more more teams and puppies to it. Sounds wonderful. At this point in time, um, well, first of all, let me, I was remiss in something before we started tonight, and that is I wanted to thank Larry Gassman for streaming us this evening and Michael Babcock for being our host. And Michael, um, when you asked me what you could do, the one thing I forgot to mention is to explain for anyone who doesn't know how to do the got it and the hand raising and muting and unmuting. So if you want to do that now, that would be great. Certainly, I'll give a real quick spiel for those who don't know. If you are on <laughs> Windows or Mac, you can use your tab key to get over to the Got It button. Use uh, Option Y to raise your hand on the Mac or Command Shift A on the Mac to mute and unmute. If you're on Windows, use Alt Y or Alt A to raise your hand or mute and unmute. On a mobile device, you can tap in the lower left-hand corner for mute and unmute, and the raise hand is in under the more tab in the lower right-hand corner. And if you're on a landline or using the phone to dial in, star six will mute and unmute you, and star nine will raise and lower your hand. And I also wanted to let you know, Terry, that you do have a couple of hands up. Do you want those I do. Hands? I do indeed, and I'm going, Perfect. I oh. just asked Deanna to unmute, but I um, before, okay, let's do the questions first, and then I've got something else after that. Okay, so Deanna, good evening. What do you do if you've got a whole book? <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody who, who knows me knows I have worked nine amazing guide dogs from the Singai, and they've all been different, and some of them were better guide dogs but all of them were remarkable dogs. <laughs> so I've got a lot of paw prints on my heart. <laughs> you know, did you enter the contest with one of your dogs? I haven't. Um, as I you said, each, each one of them, there it would are be hard to choose. funny and stories and, and sad stories and happy stories and the, the amazing thing about a guide dog is it's not just a mobility tool. It is an extension of yourself. It's It knows you better than your husband, your kids, your friends do. Yeah. You can yeah. never fool your dog because they read you like a book. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. And they add so immeasurably to the quality of your life just by being themselves. You're absolutely I just, I just right. I just want to mention you know, Deanna. Deanna uh, goes Penny. away that uh, Deanna has a wonderful book that just came out. Deanna, I'm so sorry I meant to go to your launch party and I forgot. Um, <laughs> no but, um, but the book is available on Amazon, I believe, and uh, at other places. I think we will certainly try to advertise it on our GDY website. And I have read it and it's a fabulous book. And I'm not one of those people that likes books by blind people. But this is a really, really good book. So uh, I'm just promoting your book for you. I, I hope a lot of people will check it <laughs> Thanks, out. It's, really it's on Bard, too, is it? No, not yet. Not it, yet. No, but it will it's available from Smashwords, though, if you want to have it in an alternate format. Um, it's a, it's available in a Kindle edition, so you could have your Lady A read it to you or <laughs> you right. can read it on your phone or your iPad or on your computer. 
using a Kindle app. Um, so it's if available. I use and, remind one of my us, and, rem and remind us again what the name of it is. 50 Years of Walking with Friends. There we go. Thank you very cool. much, Deanna. And choose one of those stories. Anna, I use credits. I use credits. Um, I am currently probably about a third into the book, so I definitely will have some comments for you when I'm finished. Um, but, you know, nine, well, nine my beautiful dogs were, puppies. were wonderful, but they were totally, um, they were totally dogs. So they did some really unique things. I think the one story I'll share tonight was um, crossing a street with my first dog in Morristown, New Jersey. And at that time, they had a pigeon infestation in the, in the <laughs> green area. And as we stepped into the street, my dog's head went down, but she didn't stop walking. But I suddenly heard squawking and flapping and I realized she'd caught a pigeon on the fly so I stop her in the middle of the street I say out and she drops it because she's a good girl and we complete and we start to continue across the street and a man comes running after me who's been celebrating too much so he grabs the pigeon and he starts oh. to chase us oh, and, he's, and he's calling out to me she got it she ought to be able to keep it Oh boy! God, that's gross. Oh, okay. I think now Hello, we'll Deanna. move on. I think now we're going to move on to Erica. Hello, Erica, good everyone. Evening. Hello, Terry. Hi. Good evening to all. I'm so glad to be here with you all. I just well, I have a question. I'm in the process of working on my nominating letter slash editorial, and I'll be submitting that as soon as possible. But I'm elated to know that you're extending the deadline to May 25th. That gives me a little more time to put some more thought into what I'm writing. However, I'm wondering about the photo submission. Now, do you want the handler, such as myself, in with the dog or only the dog by itself in the photo? We have absolutely no photo restrictions. Whatever, whatever um, accentuates what you remember or what you want everyone to remember of your puppy is fine with us. Okay, wonderful to know. And then do you want more than one picture or only one photo? Um, originally we had said, you know, however many photos you want to send in, but I think to be fair to those who don't have photos, we'll take two photos for the website. Um, okay. you know, and again, you, you'll have the opportunity to put whatever photo you want in, um, in that slot when, when you're, when you're sent your, your, your print, um, placard. Okay, and then one additional question I have, my the last question I'll ask right now, how will those that are actually um, winning uh, a nomination, how will we be contacted or how will we learn of this fact? That is a good question. So um, Sarah Penny, myself, Byron, Maria, um, and whoever else in the GDY will go through the submissions. What um, we thought we would do is once we've identified the 10 puppies, we would then break the list up from everyone who submitted. So everyone who submits will get a personal response um, and we will send personal emails. The program is slated for the Saturday morning of July. I believe it's the second um, is the first that Saturday of convention at 1115 a.m., Hopefully, you know, we'll have a good showing of, of handlers that are actually there in person. If you are in person, you'll get your plaque right there. There'll be, um, there'll be um, the opportunity for the handler or whoever submitted 
on the hand, you know, on that team's behalf to come up and talk a little bit about why they submitted. And if you have other folks with, with stories that, that you want to share, we're saying that each, each puppy can have about seven to eight minutes worth of, um, worth of someone up at the podium talking about it, uh, to flush it out for the entire program. So everybody will get a, a personalized email from one of us, either the GDY folks or, or Byron or myself. And, um, and then we'll be awarding it on, in, during that program in person, hybrid at convention. Fantastic. Thank you so much for letting You're us welcome. all know. Thank you. Thank you. Hope Erica. to talk with you soon. Thanks. <laughs> Cecily. Yes. Hi. Good evening. I, yeah. I uh, wanted to make sure I have the email right for the submission. Is it Sunday edition AC at what? Gmail. <laughs> Okay. okay. And That's Cecily, I, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I You're can't wait welcome. to convention. And of course, I uh, even though she's my first guide and by comparison to you all, I am a new user. I would still I just I have to write about Shadow. Of course I have to and enter her in the in the drawing. Um you may have already set so we'll we'll get notified either way or only if we're selected. No, anybody who submits is going to is going to get notified either way. All right, that's perfect. Thank you. And just for fairness, as much as I love my Bodie and think that he's a rock star and the best guide dog that has ever walked the face of the earth, um, <laughs> I'm not going to be submitting Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> and if the GDY members um, like Penny, who have had multiple dogs, want to, what we've decided is that that person will recuse themselves when we're doing the, you know, doing the round table going through. Um, so we're, we're, we're looking at this as fair as possible. GDUI folks, you are more than welcome to, you know, if you're on the board, if you've ever run a pro, it doesn't matter where, you know, if somebody is part of the selection panel, we'll recuse ourselves for that round. Yeah, no um, conflicts of interest for us. No, no conflicts of interest. I'm not submitting so, anybody. No, I, as much <laughs> as my dogs, we're all wonderful dogs. <laughs> When um when will we hear about you will hear you'll hear the first week of June. The first week of June. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. And our um the next person who raised her hand, I'm glad to see you're here. I couldn't find you on here before, and it was probably my oversight or lack of sight. Um is the current president of Guide Dog Users. Incorporated, Sarah. Good evening. I'm so glad you were able to join oh, us. Well, thank you so much, and I apologize um, for being late. And thank you, Penny, for the phone call. Um, <laughs> I'm I've got two dogs now instead of one. I got my new guide dog. So anyway, but I apologize. But I just wanted to let you know I'm here, and. Uh, well, and, you, to, and I you know. think you've you've segued in extremely well for me because I understand you have a new dog or in the process. I've lost track of who's got who <laughs> who's graduated so far and who hasn't. The right. next the next piece that I wanted to um, give everybody an opportunity, you know, visibilities are our theme song is welcome in. And I just wanted to give each of you who have a new dog or are in the process um, oh, beautiful. of letting all of us welcome in your new dog by you just giving us just a, a one minute summary 
or a synopsis about your new dog if you'd like to. Or Sarah, you go first. Okay. Um, I have a, a three-year-old female red Doberman. Her name is Megan. And wow. I got her from Gallup Hearts in Mississippi. Uh, they're the a smaller school. and But anyway, um, wonderful. And uh, they do home training. And so we finished our training last Sunday. So so we're brand new and, and things are going pretty well. I'm just really, really happy with her and her work. And I still have Lakota. She's happy and retired. So it's Lakota well, like Megan. And and becomes a yep. playmate from Megan, right? That's right. And then when, <laughs> when Lakota is done playing, she lets Megan know with her, her special little bark, you know, how they have their barks. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, thanks for letting me share. Well, thank you for sharing, and welcome, Megan. Um, Dawn. Yes. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, yes. okay. Um, in June, I will have my third dog for a year. Her name is Meadow. She's a yellow lab female, and yeah, and she is just a sweetheart. I retired my second dog, Breezy, with her razors in New York, her, who are family to me. Um, and uh, their little girl is my godchild. And, um, you know, it. even though we have all of that in common, it was much harder to leave Breezy than I thought. Um, and by the time I got to Guiding Eyes for training, I ended up um, I ended up going to urgent care because I was having some, you know, stomach issues and my, and they, even into my back, they thought, you know, they get worried about your heart, but it was none of that. Um, I now, you know, take some Prilosec if I need it, but I truly think it was all nerves and emotion, much, much more difficult than I told myself but my new meadow is wonderful she loves she's very smart as a guide and she loves to play so i am so happy with her that's that's wonderful yeah and um, really wonderful anthony um yeah so it's sunday edition ac AC. at gmail.com okay thank you so much nice to nice to visit with everyone Oh, you too. Same here. <clears throat> and Maria Christic. Hi. Hello. Hey, chocolate lady. Oh, indeed. <laughs> Double chocolate lady. <laughs> um, yes, I have two dogs now as well. My current guide, who I came home with on the 13th of March. She is a little uh, 50s seven or 56 pound chocolate lab her name's osaka like the japanese city or the, the tennis player um and uh, and she's from leader dog and um she is just a little race car she's like a little spitfire like i thought my lacy was quick my retired guide who's also living with me and who's also a 56 pound chocolate lab from leader dog um but uh, she uh osaka is just super quick she's definitely eager to learn um i have a bit of a complex um route to work and back and she's mastered that and um she absolutely loves to play she's uh enlivened 
Lacey. Lacey's doing pretty well. She, she let me know she was done with the working life and she's enjoying retired life very much. Um, and uh, having Osaka, Osaka just turned two this past Monday and um, Lacey is uh, 12. She turned 12 in December. And um, so they just love playing with each other. It took them a few weeks, but a couple of weeks actually, but like, they'll be really cute. They'll grab the um, uh, opposite ends of a toy and they'll play tug and oh, they'll, cute. you know, chase each <laughs> Yeah, they'll chase each other, you know, and um, they get very jealous if I'm petting one of them and not the other. And so I have little wet noses on either side of me. You know? oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. It's, it's great. And thankfully I can tell them apart because when I took them to the vet at the same time and the vets are like, this is unreal that they weigh the same. Um, and they're both chocolates. But thankfully I can tell them apart. Um, tactile Osaka is a bit longer and thinner coat, whereas Lacey's got relatively a little thicker, fluffier coat and is a little like uh, shorter, wider. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're they're good. They're good puppies. I love having two of them. That's that is so, so nice. wonderful. <laughs> well, I know I I don't know if anybody else has a new puppy for us to welcome in. Please raise your hand. In the meanwhile. I know of one that I met on Wednesday that's absolutely oh, so adorable <laughs> and is a, a very, very recent graduate as of yesterday. As of yesterday. We finished yesterday. <laughs> Penny and Yarn, so, I graduated yesterday. Penny? Uh, yeah. Is that Penny? Yes. Yeah. Yay. So, Yara is a, a collie. Uh, oh. She weighs, um, well, um, and she's from Freedom Guide Dogs which is an absolutely amazing, wonderful school and experience for me. Um, Freedom said she weighed 56 pounds, but we took her to the vet. She weighed 66, but she had on the harness, which is heavy. So she wears somewhere in between. And she's I think been she, eating at your house for a week, which is really good food. <laughs> well, she doesn't really like to eat very much. So, uh, she hasn't eaten a lot, but, um, but we're, we're getting, she does like sweet potato fries for dogs, which you can get at Wegmans. Um, <laughs> So, uh, she is just wonderful. She's very sweet and super calm, but she works really well and she works very slowly. Uh, I don't know how many people know that I have COPD. So, um, and I had uh, Omicron in January. So my breathing is not really back to normal, but freedom was so flexible and so willing to work with me. One day we only walked for 15 minutes and that was just fine with my trainer uh, we did everything I wanted to do. We didn't go on the Metro because I'm not going to ride the Metro until uh, while people are not wearing masks. Uh, but we did do escalators and we did elevators and we did stairs and we did some neighborhoods and we went to Starbucks a few times and we went to the grocery store um, and it was all great. And uh, I just can't say enough about um, Yara, who is just so sweet and uh, Freedom, which is a great school. They're super, super flexible and they will they will do what they can to meet your needs and not make you feel bad about what you can't do. So uh, wow. I have nothing but good things to say. Sarah mm -hmm. um, is super neat. I wish we could go to convention so I could show her off. But next year we'll go to Illinois. Mm -hmm. I, I forgot, this is Dawn, I forgot to mention that um, my dogs are all from um, Guiding Eyes for the Blind. And, um, I, you know, our... From when I first started 20 years ago till now, um, training was at like 28 days. Now it's down to about 
um, not quite two weeks. And it worked just fine because we had a smaller class and it went very well. Yeah, my training was one-on-one in the afternoons. My trainer was training someone else in Baltimore who is a Paralympian. So like he had to go like from a race car driver dog in the morning to a slow and sedate little girl in the afternoon. (laughs) Um, um, But um, yeah, our training, uh, Yara came on Tuesday, last Tuesday. And uh, so we graduated yesterday. So it was about nine days and it was perfect. So Terry, if I may, um, our director of development, Mr. Tony Stevens, is currently up at Guide Dog School and has one more week left. But from all accounts, it is a really, really, really good match um, due to the, the you know, guidelines of that school. <clears throat> there hasn't been a public announcement yet, but um, Tony and his match are doing really well. So we're really excited about that. That's great. And I just have to say, on a personal note, listening to to all of these stories and and honestly since we we started this journey there have been multiple conversations gabriel will be retiring posh is going to turn 12 uh, this coming month oh i um, can't oh, imagine boy. posh retired i love posh let me tell you so we have a morning routine and we wake up and gabe starts to get ready for work i obviously work from home so thankfully i have a, a slower morning and i i feed the dogs take them out in the morning and get her dressed and and make tea or coffee for Gabe, get the lunch ready. So we have our routine and up to, you know, she has not once given any indication. The minute she hears me take the harness off the back, you know, we have two hooks in the back of the door for, for our boat Bodie and Pasha's harnesses. The minute she hears the harness, she comes running. So we're a little concerned. Um, y- you know, some dogs from what we're told, they work, you know, and you kind of have to retire them. And some dogs tell you that they, they're ready to retire. She's not giving us any indication, but his paperwork is in, the doctors are in, and the doctor's reports oh. and all that are in. And so, you know, we're going to give her one more convention. And for those members mm-hmm. out there who know about BPI, know about Donna and Al Ellis, Donna will be all eight days at convention. So when Posh, you know, th- those are long, long days. And Bodhi, Bodhi's good. Mm-hmm. And Posh is good too, but... You know, when it's mid-afternoon and we're going to be running to two more sessions, thankfully, we're going to be able to spell Posh out to Donna, who, you know, will take care of Posh and and Posh will have a much more relaxed convention experience, but she'll get to have that last one and say, you know, have that last experience with her friends and and all the people that, and and dogs that love her. But Gabe is really, he's really in that space, you know, how could he possibly ever you know, love and, and, and feel with another dog. And this is my first dog too. So I can't give him the mm. kind of advice that, that some of you who have reached out and had conversations with us. Um, but all of these stories, Maria, especially, you know, your ladies and you're alone in, in the apartment. So knowing, you know, that Lacey has the dog walker coming and, and that she's, she's okay that you came home with another dog. And she said, Oh good. Thank God. I'm going to put that harness back on again. You know, he's kind of bolstering our own personal experience here because, you know, she still wants to go to work every day, but she's 12 and, and we yeah. think she needs to have a couple of years of, of just being the queen in the house. Yeah. Yes. She'll yeah. love it. Yeah. 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 And it's at that age too. I mean, it's definitely something that I considered like, you know, things can change so quickly. You know, I thought to myself, I'm in here in, in Albany, New York. And I thought to myself, like, 
I mean, thankfully nothing happened, but you know, a thought was like, okay, she's fine. But my goodness, if there's, you know, there was some snow and ice and things, you know, January, February, if she'd gotten, you know, injured or something, I mean, things can just change so quickly. So I definitely understand, you know, why you, um, why, why Gabe, um, is, you know, thinking of wanting to, um, you know, to, to do that. And I think it's, you know, the right decision. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I mean, they, they adjust, you know, they come to realize like, Hey, this is cool. I get to like go on the couch and snooze. And, you know, in terms of your heart, I mean, yeah, I, I know like when you're, you're, you just can't imagine it, but then, you know what, like, you know, your dog um, is, you know, being, he knows Posh is being well cared for and he's going to see her and yes, yeah, she's going to miss him, but you know, when he comes back, she's going to be happy. And when that first time when he meets that new dog and there's that wagging tail and that excitement and, you know, having that harness in, in the hand and, you know, you just, you can't, you can't help, but just like feel your heart expanding and, you know, have that, that love coming. So it's, um, and, and, and if I can <laughs> ask a question, I guess, um, I've often, I've known dozens, excuse me, dozens and dozens of people who have retired dogs. Um, Frank's, we're on our, Frank's on his third dog, but Frank only gets a dog every 25 or 30 years. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All three of his his dogs are from Guiding Eyes, but I think he got the first one in 1960 or 61. So (laughs) I really mean they are many years in between. Um, so, Terry, are we going to see a furry tail submission for you on behalf of Frank and one of these amazing dogs? I don't know. I don't know. Well, All I, right. I'll, I'll have put to, the pressure on though, have to, you, know, you might have to put it on Frank. Um, <laughs> but my, I guess we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, I'm running a field here, which I do much too easily. Retiring a dog, sometimes, does anybody ever wonder, is it maybe a little harder on you than it is on the dog oh yeah the reason why i say that the reason why i say that is if you stop and think about it those dogs are so used to especially when they're young they're so used to transferring you know being with a puppy raiser and a second puppy raiser and back to the school and back to someplace else and then back with the trainers at home maybe for a while and then back to the school or in a home in a uh, you know a home training situation that they've gone through it a half a dozen more times probably than you have Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't forget mm-hmm. you because no and they, and they don't forget them either. Right. No. You know, they don't no, forget they don't. them either. Because when but, I sorry, go ahead. No, 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 that's not go ahead. Okay. Well when I call out to my friends in New York and I'll say, What's Breezy doing? And he'll say, Oh, she's right here. Oh, she hears you and she's ta- running running around in circles listening. <laughs> yeah. 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 When, when I met um Lacey's puppy raiser, I didn't get to meet them during the puppy raiser night because they had another commitment, but we kept in touch on Facebook and such. And so when I was in uh, back in the Michigan area for, I forget now what, what I was doing, but anyway, we arranged to meet up. And so this was, uh, this was 
five years yeah almost six years actually um that i had her and she definitely mm. remember i forget what it was that he um the, the husband did some kind of little like game with her that he you know used to play with her and at first she was a little confused and then when she like remembered she was like oh yeah that game and like you know she got all excited she definitely knew. yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they definitely remember. But you know, I guess yeah. what I was getting at is they're, they're almost preconditioned, it would seem in some ways, to be much more, much more accepting of change, maybe. Yeah. No, you know what, Terry? I can tell you a story that really, that really focuses in on that. Um, when, you know, I'm, I am extreme. They're my family. Uh, Bodie's puppy racers, Holly and Eric, they're in Maryland. Um, and the first time we went down, I took the bus and I took an Uber from the bus station to their house. They would have picked me up, but I, I, I really, that was my first independent journey outside of New York with, with oh, Lily. So cool. I really, and as the Uber was pulling into their subdivision, Bodie went wild. <laughs> and as we were in an old farmhouse, oh, a very yeah. long driveway, when we pulled into that driveway, he was absolutely wild. And after that weekend, when we went home, the bond between Bodhi and I, which I thought was so solid up until that point, but there was this, this feeling like that he was kind of holding back. And after that weekend, when we got home and I still had my cat at the time and, and, and they had missed each other, we were gone for five days, you know, and that night he slept in the bed and, and, but for the first time he slept pressed against me. It was oh. like, okay, I went home. I went to my, my original puppy razors and I came back home. So I guess now I can yeah. really feel this is my home. There was a marked difference from that. And having said that, I, I want to implore everybody out there listening, your puppy razors, they perform oh. something for us. And I, I know every school has a different philosophy. I know every team is different. Every dog is different. But if the opportunity arises that you can, you can give back, you can send those progress reports or an email or a phone call, or if, if you're lucky and God willing enough that you can meet up somewhere, they, they are so thankful and wonderful to, to be able to see us as working teams, that yes. the product of what they mm -hmm. did means something. Um, like I said, my puppy raises, they're my family and, and we're going to try to work it out that when it's time for me to retire Bodie, that whatever dog and they're on their sixth dog, Bodie was their first, they're on mm. their sixth dog that they're raising now. I would love to have another Holly and Eric raised puppy, but I implore mm. everyone out there. You don't have to have a day-to-day -day relationship the way I personally have decided to have with mine, but they've done something amazing for us. Every once in a while, reach back. Give them There's a little really update. No What's way to happening? As much as we need to, they're just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Very good mm -hmm. point. Yeah, very yeah. good point. Um, we do have a hand raised, and that's Annie Chapetta. If you want to yes. unmute, there you Everyone. are. Hi, Annie. It's Annie. Hi, um, Annie. Hey, Annie, who also has a new book out, by the way, and yeah. it's on. Yes, and <laughs> it's congratulations. A hey, congratulations. A Yes, yeah. indeed. Thank you. It's called Hope for the Tarnished, and uh, it's not on Audible yet, but it's on Smashwords and Amazon. 
Um, and so is my um, my memoir, Follow Your Dog, A Story of Love and Trust. It's also available in all formats, including on Audible as well. Good. But uh, Anthony, I wanted to tell you uh, the my, my puppy raising story with Bailey, not Verona. Bailey is a very quiet dog. We, we have to tease him to just get him to try to bark. He is just <laughs> silent. I mean, he grunts. Yeah. Yeah. So the only person he actually whines and howls for is his puppy raiser. The puppy raiser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he will not do it with anyone else but her. He sees her. He's like, <laughs> he's like a big baby. It's so funny. But I just wanted to share that. And I love listening to all your stories. It's very heartwarming. And congratulations to everybody who's on to their new dogs. And um, right. You know, it's, a, it's a very <laughs> wonderful time an exciting time, but it also is, you know, um, you know, a little bit of, uh, uh, bittersweet. Yeah. Hard, bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. And you can, sur- you can survive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go on, you right. move on. And so does yeah. the dog. And I think, yes, yeah. the, what you, uh, I think it was Terry, what you're saying about the dogs being so much more, um, uh, uh, accepting of change. Uh, I think that's what helps us move on is the dogs are are used to it. You know, they're like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go along with that. And that helps us. Yeah. There's no, something inside those dogs that out. know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. honestly, there's something inside them that know, you know, another dog is going to have to replace me. They Something instinctually that tells them, you know, the love isn't different. It's just a difference in our behavior because they do kind of relinquish and, and go on to the next phase with, with very little fanfare, for the yeah. most part. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I have yeah. to think that it's because they they figured it out. You know what? My mm-hmm. time doing this part of it is over. But my 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 master, you the day he or she loves me, and that's a beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful thing. Yeah. When I decided to. Yeah, well, uh, Lakota will be 12 in November, and she was showing, showing me signs. You know, I'd end up over by the trash can when the front door is over the other way, and we've been to the store several times, <laughs> you know, and she was showing me signs. But when I applied, and, and Megan, my new one, she's my third dog, um, I, I knew I would was going to keep Lakota, but it was still hard mentally for me to think okay you know now Lakota will not be working as my guide I still will have her but then I'll be bonding with another new guide dog and I, I needed that time you know emotionally to to work that out as um uh you know, they were training a dog and I knew it was going to be close. It would be a few more months and things like that. But I was, uh, I, I needed to, to prepare myself as well. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. it's quite a journey. I, I, I wouldn't uh, change it for the world, but these dogs are, like you said, a totally amazing. Yes. Just amazing. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you all for sharing your stories with us this evening and welcome in all of the new puppies. (laughs) And um, I know that that we had talked about 
bringing up a couple of other subjects. I'm not sure that we really have a whole lot of time for them um, about things like rideshare issues and such tonight. But I do want to invite uh, all of you back. Well, I'll invite you all back every Friday night if you'd like. <laughs> but Yay. I was kind of thinking specifically on those topics. Um, perhaps when we get closer to the convention, I understand that there's going to be a, that the GDUI is looking at a project um, concerning that to start after convention. And you are absolutely invited to uh, come over to Visibilities and we can talk about it. I think another thing, I know one night we had a conversation, oh, a year or two ago now, um, for guide dogs for older people and what schools mm -hmm. seem to mm -hmm. be more cooperative yeah. with that and that. And I'll tell you what I've seen, Penny, I'm not implying that you're older, of course. <laughs> <laughs> She's a young girl. Lady. She is. <laughs> yeah. um, but what I've seen um, through a personal experience and that of freedom. I'm, I'm really impressed with that. I am too. And uh, one or two other schools that I think would be very interesting. And maybe we'll do a little bit more mm -hmm. on guide dogs on a little bit more regular basis. Sounds uh, great. Here. Yeah. 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 Here. yeah. Yeah. Great idea. And, uh, and Gallant Hearts, the one I went to. That's the other one helped. I was just thinking yep. of, and I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah. And that's, they, that's a new one to me. Yeah. 2012 is when they, they came into existence, but they recently placed a guide dog with an older gentleman and yes. very successful. So that would be a great. Yeah. It would be yeah. a great. Yeah. Yeah. When I got yeah. breezy, when I got breezy in 2012, there was an 80 year old gentleman in my class. And now what school are you with? Guiding Eyes for the Blind. Guiding eyes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Frank was Frank wasn't quite that old at the time <laughs> when he got Rudolph, but um, wasn't <laughs> too awfully far behind that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. And uh, so, I just want to thank you all again. I think well, this Perry? has been a, a fun call. It's what been great fun. Yeah. Um, yes, Anthony. I want to thank you right back, and I, and I think the folks out there should know. I, I, you know, Terry, Paul, and myself, we're, we're working together to try to make the quality of what we present on our shows um, better. You know, we don't want to repeat the same things that you come to three shows in one week and give the same thing over and over again. Like whenever I have reached out to Terry with an idea, with anything, it's the, the answer has always been, sure. When do you want to come on? How do you want to do this? What do you do? <laughs> um, Terry is always... It's easier than reining him in. Tell him, trust me. <laughs> Probably. That is true. But Terry's got her finger on the pulse of what's going on in ACB. And if you've got yeah. something out there that you need and want talked about, come to Terry because, you know, she is so open and wanting to just promote whatever good is happening in our organization. So I just wanted to give you a huge shout out, Terry. Thank you so much for always picking up the phone and answering my questions and or offering up visibilities to whatever, you know, is going on. Well, thank you very much. That's very, very nice of you, Anthony. And what's going on? I want to just make a couple of announcements <clears throat> on what's going on. And I'm looking to see how much time I have. Six minutes. I can do this. <laughs> um, first of all, next week on Visibilities... <clears throat> We will be <clears throat> um, having 
I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm calling it not your grandfather's radio reading service. Hi. Hmm. Hey. Um, not that there was anything necessarily wrong with it, but I don't know that people realize just how much is available out there today, because. I've been, uh, well, I'm involved with, I'm the president of the board of the Metropolitan Washington Ear, and we do radio reading, and we also have a dial-in newspaper service, and we do audio description of live performances in the D.C. area. Um, but, and we are now, have at least our radio, most of the radio reading service now available through your Lady A. Um, and so I started thinking about this and started talking with a couple of other people. And one of them who I spoke with uh, last week was our very own longtime everything in ACB, um, namely Mike Duke. Yeah. And so yeah, Mike Duke. <laughs> Mike Duke. Mike Duke was recording was dealing with the microphones and recording and streaming and everything before streaming existed. I think practically uh, back in the nineties of the conventions, mm. Mike Duke and uh, mm. Jay Doudna yes. did all of that Jay. way back in the day. Yep. And Mike Duke and um, Neely Opplinger, who is the um, executive director of the Metropolitan Washington ear will both be my guests next week. Metropolitan Washington ear was the first organization back in oh what do i want to say 1981 that, um, well, i was gonna say that start that that's where everyone started learning what audio description is yeah. they are the ones who mm -hmm. originally developed audio description um joel snyder was in some of their early some of the the early days of that with them along with other people from WGBH and uh, the media access group there and God, Larry Goldberg. And there were a lot of people back in those days um, that, you know, that really started audio description. And um, certainly Dr. Margaret Fansteel was, was one of them, was one of the leaders in it. Uh, and so she will be on to talk about what's going on with that because as an organization, I think it's time to move on and to move to expand so that it's not just the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. And that can be done through the through Amazon. And so when I started talking with Mike Duke, he said, you know, about three quarters of the radio reading services are now on Amazon or yep. online in some description or another. Mm -hmm. And so he said, Let's let people know about that, because how many of us do you know that the Minnesota is doing it only through Amazon these days or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so that's what's going to be on next week. OK, sounds the great. other thing that I also <laughs> want you all to know is that one email a week of what's going on on visibilities. You can just drop me an email at visibilities five zero at gmail.com now visibilities is spelled the same as disabilities only with a v instead of the letter d and and that's our website is also visibilities.net and with that i want to thank penny and sarah and anthony 
for joining me this evening. I want to thank all of you for participating and for listening tonight. I want to thank um, Michael Babcock for hosting with me tonight. And, and, a, and a special thanks to my wonderful streamer every week, Larry Gassman, who always says three words at the end that everybody knows means my week is done. <laughs> but, <laughs> You're all clear. <laughs> Love you, Larry. Oh, very, very much for a great one more great visibilities. <laughs> <laughs>